For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 137. Okay. All right. See, we bumped up two from last week for you, so we're just moving right along. Good I know. Job. This is I like that. I like that. We're <laughs> just jumping on to 140, and then that means we're just closer to 150. I mean, that finale, so that finale was higher rated for us than our last week's episode for like obvious reasons, but um, yeah, it's we needed to separate it out, which is why we didn't want like this crazy two-hour episode. No, and I mean, there's obviously there's people that want to hear about the other things, but let's get real, like everybody that's trauma bonded into this sand scandal situation, like they want to hear about it. I mean, like, what? Literally, what are we gonna do in two weeks? Three weeks? Take a take a rest. I know, but like, I can't check my Instagram every five seconds. I can't. Uh, like, I don't. They, there's nothing gonna be happening for us. I know. It's just well. So I mean, I, I'm gonna need Tamara to murder somebody on the OC. I, we don't <laughs> even know what's gonna come from that. Yeah. I mean, oh God, this is just gonna be too much. I think like everybody will have a will need that little burnout break for a second, and then we'll all be in a panic. Like, what next? However, um, I hear they're starting to film around Pride Week in June, so something crazy might happen, and then. Instagram will be popping again. Who? Oh, the Vanderpump. VPR. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. Not in it. What restaurants left, sir? Sir's left. Yeah. And Tom. And Tom. 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 Yeah. (laughs) How are you? What's new? Um, I am exhausted. (laughs) I'm good. However, I went down the strangest rabbit hole this week of of television and podcasts that I don't often do, but I had time on my hands. And I did it. So I will just say I've watched the whole season of Selling Sunset over the weekend oh, already. How many episodes is it? Ten. I okay. Think it was. Ten or eleven. Ten. Impressive. Um, yeah. I I went down the rabbit hole, but I could not look away, so I had to do it. Um, obviously, our shows Atlanta, uh, Martha's Vineyard, Jersey, which I was reluctant and fought <laughs> tooth and nail, even like 20 minutes in. I was like, I just want to turn this off. But I, I, for you people, I watched it. <laughs> I stayed with it for, for our listeners. I did watch. Um, then, of course, obviously, VPR, um, the reunion we all have been waiting for. Um, although I took it a step further, I took it a step further from there and listened to, um, the Call Her Daddy podcast with Ariana, oh, okay. Um, because I do listen to her podcast uh, and I enjoy it, but I also wanted to hear like a more in-depth, just like full on hour and a half of anything she wanted to ask her and anything she was willing to answer. Um, and it did not disappoint. Uh, she's, she's, what I like about it is she's very vulnerable and like, she's not really saying I'm not going to answer that unless it's something legal or something contractual to the show that she can't answer. Yeah. Makes um, sense. yeah. Everything else she answers, whatever she's asked. Um, and so it just gives a lot of in-depth of like from, from the day one, like she asked her, um, you know, were you ever, you know, did, looking back now, do you see the red flags that you missed that you should have maybe picked up on? Um, like what was, what initially attracted you to him? Just like everything all the way through till like now the new guy she's seeing, how, that all came about, um, you know, their long distance, just all of it. So um, it was really okay. good. 
And then I listen to, I always get it wrong, but I think it's like the Vial Files. Oh, yeah. Nick Vial. Yeah. The Vial Files. Or something. <laughs> anyway, um, I I listened to it uh, just because I wanted to get, I wanted, it was Charlie. And Charlie's kind of been the quietest of the bunch, but I always like what she has to say because she's I, pretty straightforward. I don't know why Andy doesn't have her on Watch What Happens Live. Like, it's so weird to me that she's included in the cast. She's clearly getting paid. Yeah. But she's just like an afterthought all the time. It, it's crazy because she, what she has to say is, and, and actually, I learned things that I was like, oh, okay, well, I didn't know that. So she basically was saying that she fell out with Rachel before any of this even broke. Uh, um, and that they had a falling out, which is why toward the end of the season, like, you don't see her as much, but then when you do see her coming back into the fold, like she, she uh, on the shopping trip, like she told her, you know, I wouldn't have done that if I was you. Um, now having the information I know, like I wouldn't have done that to Katie. I would have stayed out of that situation. wouldn't have hooked up with him. Like she was kind of starting to pick up on things. Um, but one thing that was interesting that she said was the reason they had a falling out was because her apartment got broken into the day they were supposed to leave for the birthday camping trip. Okay. And so she called Rachel and said, would you wait with me? I'm waiting for the police. Will you wait with me and then drive up a little bit later with me so I don't have to come alone? I'm really shook it up. And she said Rachel threw a fit and refused because she said she had to be in the car with Tom Sandoval and Ariana. Oh. Ooh, juicy. Right. And so she was like, at the time, I was like, bitch. Like, she was like, what do you mean? I'm your friend. This is for you. I'm coming there for your birthday. I want to still come, but I, I can't do this by myself. I My house just got broken into. And she made it such an issue that I didn't even go because I was gonna not going to drive alone. And she was so rude about it. Like she insisted she had to go with them in the car. Oh, okay, girl. So there was, th she was like, there was things all along. Just none of us would have ever fathomed it. But looking at all of the stuff, you know, so I listened to those, which took hours out of my life. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, last night, I stayed up particularly late so that I could watch first episode of season three of The Kardashians. Which oh, there you go. never disappoints. <laughs> um, I think my biggest takeaway is three things. One, um, they are so skinny. I don't think you really realize it until you see them on these films. Because you see them in pictures that they're posed and they're standing and they look good. But man, the, like Kim's arms in one of the scenes last night, I was like, good Lord, her arms are skinny. You think they're on Ozempic? Um, I don't think they're on Ozempic um, because she's so, I mean, she still has boobs. She still has the butt thing going on. I know they work out a lot. And when she sat down, you know, like you could put your knees up and put your arms around your knees. Yeah. You could see that her arms are very muscular. Got it. Um, but but very, I mean, her and Chloe are very thin. At, at one of the scenes, Chloe had on a like a bodycon, really tight white dress, and you could see her hip bones. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but it was so good. It was so good. Um, she did confirm her baby's name is Tatum. Got it. Um, she actually said something that I found interesting, and I I appreciated that she was open about it. Um, because Kim didn't experience the same thing, and we just have never really heard it. But she said that. There was um, a detachment with her baby um, because she was not the, you know, she was, oh, the they, surrogate, they yeah. had a surrogate. So she said it was very different than when she brought True home and she wasn't as connected. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard and, that. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I've never heard anybody say like outwardly, like normally you hear them say like, oh, they, you know, they handed me the baby right away. and We bonded and blah. But I was like, oh, that's honest. She's like, you know, I, I love him, of course. Like, I love my baby, but it's a different feeling than when 
I had him, like I had my daughter in my belly. Like they hear your heartbeat. They're with you all the time. It's just different. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it was good. Uh, Scott made a comeback. I hadn't seen him in a while. Oh, um, he was there with Kim oh, and Lord. Chloe. Yes, he's he's still still around. Um, because I was wondering how that dynamic would change with Courtney being married now. Um, yeah. but he's still filming with Kim and Chloe. So, um, and my third point and takeaway is. In one of the scenes, Chris Jenner's face looked like not her face. And it was very concerning because I had to look twice like, who is that? Um, I don't know if it was just because the way she had her hair and she didn't have any eye makeup on or if it's just what she's done to her face and I didn't notice it. It's not I didn't. Thing. I didn't watch it, but I sent you the tweet because the guy was yes. like, they, ca- they recast Chris Jenner in season three. It's not even her. It was a very weird side profile mm-hmm. angle that it just... You did. You found yourself like, who is that? <laughs> she got a little refreshment on her, you know, yeah. on the jawline. Um, yes. And it was the first time um, really hearing him in depth in- address Kanye's shenanigans. Okay. And how it affects her and, and how she's trying to protect her kids from it. And like, she's kind of having a breakdown, which I'm assuming she doesn't say the exact, but I'm assuming this is the time where it was like the anti-Semite um, conversations. And, and she did say... Um, he has all these, alle- he's making all these allegations about me saying these, making these cheating rumors. So I think it's around like the Chris Paul uh, accusation yeah. he made, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but she was pretty distraught about it. So her psoriasis was acting up because of it. Let's just say that. Well, and this is when he was attacking Chris too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a lot, but she normally doesn't say much. She just goes like, I don't know what we're going to do. And like, she won't really head on say it. But this time she was like, her mom's like, oh, you're putting cream on. Is your psoriasis acting up again? She was like, well, if my children's father would stop acting crazy and settle down with his shenanigans like i could maybe clear this up it's like oh all right cool you mean the man who wore a like muscle shirt out today but like with Uh, the shoulder muscles yeah shoulder pads but yeah yeah so yeah that was my week um selling sunset i i finished it um i don't know if anybody else is watching it if you have any opinions or things or um want to share i have lots of thoughts um but i know you're not watching it so yeah um, i did I not watch it i don't i miss christine a lot we talked about this mm-hmm. uh i miss the real estate aspect of the show uh-huh um there's a lot of that in this season by the way but is it real like we know we know like the reports have come out like the houses were never really for sale they were like just showing fake houses i don't know um I don't know, but I know like the one is the penthouse that Jason's been building for a long time. And uh, in the beginning, it is definitely under construction. Um, and then at the end, the finale uh, episode is the opening of the penthouse he built. Got it. Um, I don't I, like, I don't like Chris I like Chelsea. I could maybe get on board with some Chelsea. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, here's the funny thing is you'll laugh at this. I'm in three different groups group chats with like seven different oh, people God. and they're all talking about it, like how do you well, how can you participate I'm not, i don't participate i just sit there and i so, and then i'll send a tweet now and then that i see about something sunset that i have no idea what it means and then they think you participated correct well here's the thing um Rochelle's not in a lot of it i mean she has a couple scenes obviously with g because they have to introduce that relationship in oh you mean the fake marriage that she is not actually married yeah uh-huh yeah i don't know and then um you know, she films with Emma because they're close friends. So she comes to like Heather's baby shower. She Ugh, comes on the. I hate Heather the too. Um, but I, 
yeah, it was it was different. I I enjoyed it. Brie, I love. So who's the um, star of the show? Uh, or who are the two know, like catalysts? So the stars? drama this year, the drama centers around Brie because she's the newest, and, and obviously being Nick Cannon's baby mama. child's mother, that's a thing. <laughs> Um, because Chelsea doesn't agree with her lifestyle. Oh, um, okay. And then Mary is <laughs> a big part of it because she's trying to manage all the madness and it's madness. Isn't um, she like and then, 68 years old now? Like Mary. No, no she's way. not. She's, she she's looks, like my age. Okay. She looks terrible. She looks road um, hard and put away wet. And no, she looks all right. I, I think she looks good this time. She's, <laughs> she's better this time. And then um, they, Nicole is the new addition. And the crazy thing is Nicole. Um, she calls herself the first the first wife because she was Jason's first serious girlfriend. Oh, that was her connection. The, okay. Yes. And then she always was in real estate, but he brought her in. And her and Mary are best friends. Mary was the second girlfriend, as we know. Yeah. And then Chriselle. Chriselle and Nicole do not like each other. And it gets crazy. I did see there's a drug test or something. Well, yeah, because Nicole, um, Chriselle accuses Nicole. But she doesn't say, she says, Why are you, what's wrong with you? Are, are you on drugs? You're acting cracked out. <laughs> And so she feels like she was accused of being on crack. So she went to the drug <laughs> test. In the words but of Whitney Houston, crack is whack. <laughs> right. And cracked out is like an expression. But no, you should not say, are you on drugs to anyone? Because that's not nice. Um, and Amanda's in it, but she's not in it as much. Oh, Amanda, um, my favorite. <laughs> yes, she is in it. Um, her outfits this year are next level. That was um, one of the things I think it was one of the tweets said, I don't want to be a misogynist, but if a real estate agent showed up in a bedazzled bra, oh I can't God. imagine I was going to buy a house from them. No, that's the only thing. Like literally the things these women showed up to work <laughs> in, I was kind of like, how, how, like what, wh how could you even take this seriously? Brie actually dressed the most professionally, which surprised me, but she wore a lot of suits. Um, but Emma, Mary, well, Mary, no, Mary was in more like suit outfits or pants and tops, but Chelsea, uh, she had on one thing that was like a Madonna white bra top that had like the <laughs> the boob part was like flower, like a big roses on each boob. No, ma'am. <laughs> I, I don't even understand how you go to a showing in that, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, and, and the craziest part was Brett is hardly in it. Yeah. Do you do you see Heather being? phased out for yes. next season yeah yeah so she this ended like right after her baby shower this season got it um so she was in like bits and pieces like they, they had a trip to palm springs she came for i think a day and a half then she left because it was like a, a four or five day trip um she was in the office scenes and then she came to like the opens the brokers open stuff like that but and they had one night out um they went to dinner for her birthday but i mean she's pretty pregnant at this point in the show so Got it. She, you can see she's kind of tapering off. Um, yeah, I mean, if I need something, maybe I'll pop into it, but I can't foresee. I, I honestly think that you would like Brie a lot. Brie is very um, cut, straight to the point, cutthroat. Like, she's just basically like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm about my money. <laughs> um, when they ask her, like, oh, she's like, I have a billionaire that's coming in to look at this house. Um, the house that we're looking at is like 30 million. And they're like, oh, who is it? And she's like, I don't. I don't, I don't disclose that. Like when you have people that have the, you don't talk about that. And they're like, Oh, just tell us. And she's like, no, you know, I live um, by wealth whispers. Right. So she's very, that's like her, you know, she's into that. Um, but I just, she's very real. And she's like, I don't care if any of you like it or understand my relationship or agree. She, she literally said, and you know, I'm very careful with my wording, but she just was like, who I fuck is none of your business. Who uh -huh. comes to my house is none of my business, none of your business. As long as I'm here and doing my work, mind your business. 
<laughs> and Chelsea's like, I just, ah, uh, monogamy, you know, as she's dressed like a naked mermaid. Um, <laughs> I, I have monogamy and respect and, you know, morals is important. Like, come on, lady. A mess. I can't. Yeah, it's wild. So that was my wild week of TV, everybody. Sorry to take yeah. so much time. I don't know but between podcasts and TV, I took a lot in. I probably watched something else I completely just forgot to tell you about. <laughs> um, but, oh, and S- I finished SVU. Oh, you did? I know. I need to catch up on all of my Peacock shows. It was good. It was good. Um, what about you? Did you watch anything else other than our regulars? Uh, I watched our regulars. I watched Air, which I was like totally oh, impressed by. So good. Yes. Um I was really impressed that they like kept it moving. I thought it was going to kind of get stale or we're going to come back and forth. I thought it was really interesting that they chose not to cast Michael Jordan. I don't it was know a if very he... interesting movie choice. Well, I think that the the basis for doing that was because his mother really they wanted you to focus on Viola. Duh. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was the one who really brokered that deal for him. Yeah, and give her an Oscar. Was, yeah, she was the one who really pushed that, and I think that was the point of letting people know, like, yeah. Michael Jordan has been the force up until now, but to get him there was her. But I mean, like even Matt Damon, uh, Chris Tucker, like the casting was great. Ben Affleck was oh, yeah. fantastic. Like really well that, done. That outfit he wore, that spandex outfit for working out. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's the 80s. That, that is it. Um, and then I didn't realize I was four episodes behind on Lone Star. So I begrudgingly watched Ooh. that. How'd was, you feel about it? It was just was terrible. And I no, and I hate TK and he stole my man. Except for, you know, I don't like the guys that are I short. Know. But I'm sorry. Um, I mean, Carlos, that whole thing about the dad though was wild. Um <sighs> I kind of figured I was like they were the way they were like hyping it up, like, I gotta write my speech tonight, honey. Da, da, da. I was like, oh shit, he gonna die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry. If you haven't watched Lone Star two weeks ago, sorry about that. But uh he gone. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, air. I did catch Scream Four randomly. It was on. You, you've been was talking like, about this, and I, I, I know it happened I, to be on. And then was, I was it like, everything that you wanted it to be? Um, yeah. I mean, it definitely. I think you like it better than six. Six. I was because I was thinking about this with six, and like I think New York threw me off, and then that Courtney Cox was there. They were all in New York. I don't know. Um, Three Killers. I think kind of threw me off. Whatever, but. Um, yeah, it kind of brought me back to like, oh, we're back in Woodsboro. Like, this is what it's about. I liked five a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I caught four. I realized that Hayden Panettiere survived. Cool, whatever. Um, and then I'm really into Martha's Vineyard. Oh, yes. And I know like it's not one of our shows, but we can like the whole like Phil guy. Like, I was like, what is happening here? No, let's definitely chat about it because I have a lot of thoughts and feelings as well. And it is giving. I love when they were like, raise your hand if you want Phil to leave. And Amir raised <laughs> both hands. <laughs> he both of them are up in the air. Amir, but... two hands does not count, sir. <laughs> no, he wanted to make sure it did. Well, Phil laughed real quick. <laughs> Phil, Phil didn't even have time to like sit down I other mean... than on the toilet. The thing that like Jordan was trying to talk to him and then he just wanted to like be a dick. He was not. Yeah, he was. He was not someone I feel like he wasn't trying to be friendly with anyone. No, not at all. Uh, the Mariah thing. Uh, I don't think it was assault. Like she didn't put her hands no. on you. It was like the doggy towel. Then we find out that Amir actually did it. 
I know he was like, I, I was gonna say something, but I couldn't because like it was too far. Too, yeah, it was, it was too late. you see him, they click cut to him, and he was like trying to say something, and you could tell he was just like, Nope, not nope, I'm out. Well, I, I mean, my thing is like, she's a single mom, she's trying to get like a little vacation, she's trying to make a check, and like, yeah. it just felt like. You picked on her. I don't know. It just felt like, oh, well, Phil's going to go. Then I'm going to cause a scene about Mariah. Well, and it was kind of messed up, too, because Mariah, at that point, they hadn't had this conversation. So she's a part of the house. She should have been a part of the Phil vote, which then opens up the conversation. Like, if you want people to leave and you're on a group trip like that, everybody should be included in the conversation. Yeah. Except for Phil. <laughs> well, Phil didn't need to be anywhere but with the security. I'm on timeout. <laughs> yeah, you are, sir. With that sweatsuit, you are on timeout permanent. Um, and then these men are just horrible. I mean, Alex and Nick especially, but like the way they talk to women, the way they they treat women, it's like I don't know. Like I ugh. It gives me the ick. What in what way? Like the Alec, the Alex in front of everybody, like Shanice, you crossed yes. the boundaries. Like, don't. I was like, okay, that was how weird. About, how about you? Like, don't speak to her like that. A in front of everybody. B in general. Why don't you pull her aside and be like, hey, last night, like, you know, I'm not really a physical touch type person. Like, that's what I do. I tell people all the time, I'm like, hey, like, hey, can I get a hug? And I was like, I don't really like. No offense, I just don't. No, hug people. do they just? I I'm just gonna go in for the hug. I'm not telling you about it. I'm just gonna <laughs> squeeze you. Um. Oh. Is it okay if my arms just stay out? What? Why yes. you? Okay. Fine. Yes. That's okay. I just want me. you to feel my love. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, the way that he came at her in front of the group before the day started was just like not super disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the whole Shani and then like the insecure actor stalking, like, oh, I read a headline, like, sir, this has nothing to do with you. And right, but you also read a headline. Asked. Yeah, you have a headline. Hey, girl, I want to talk to you, like. This fell in my lap last night. Like we should probably talk about it or something. Like address it that way. You automatically assumed that she was wrong in this situation, right. and that for me came from like a straight dude's position of like, oh yeah, this dude said she's a stalker. She, I'm gonna go with this dude instead of like what she says. Kind of situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He just comes off a little bit too bougie. And I mean, I love bougie. We know this. Um, but he's just like, it's not even bougie. He's it's that woke, like it's arrogance. Like I'm at a higher like plane. Yeah. Than everybody else. My frequency is just not, you know, like I, I I'm gonna meditate on it. I'm gonna do this work, my breath work. Like I can't with those people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. It's too much. I, like, I do want to talk about the free drink conversation that was had there. Okay. Okay. Let's do so, it. Because, okay. I think it's double-edged because if Silas were to go out. Okay. So the, here's the conversation is that the girls were going to go out on girls night. The guys are going to go out on guys night and then possibly meet up later. Well, the girls are like, yes, we can get guys to buy us drinks. And mm-hmm. their their husband, and there was no boyfriends, but the men no, who just were the involved. Husband. Yeah. yeah, just mm-hmm. the husband was like, no, that's not cool. Don't let guys buy you drinks. And she was like, why not? Why not? I want men to, like, men men are going to buy me drinks. And for me, like, if the role was reversed, you would lose your goddamn mind if he bought some female a drink. Yeah. So how can you sit here in his face and be like, I'm going to go out and 
solic- like elicit free drinks from men? Well, I think it's okay. A couple things here. I think there's a difference in if you go out with a group of girlfriends and they're single and then guys come up to them and they're like, can we buy you guys a round of drinks? Correct. Then it's like, okay, yeah, you can accept that. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're sitting with the group. And then if they start to have conversations like, oh, actually, I'm sorry, I'm married, but thank you for the drink. However, if you're like, I'm married, but I'm going in here to flirt and get some free drinks, that is not okay. How did you think that she said it? I felt like they were saying like, we're going out in the group and yeah, like, oh, like being played, like we're going to get the guys are going to buy us drinks. Like I didn't take it like she was going out with the sole purpose to make men buy her drinks, but that she would accept them if they were buying them drinks. So, yeah, I, I mean, Jordan and them, I mean, obviously they're all single, but when it came to what's her name, Jasmine. Yes. Jasmine. Um, When it came to Jasmine, like it made it seem like. It was going to be a conquest for her is how I took it. And I think that if your husband was like, oh, I bought this chick. I bought these chicks drinks. Absolutely. It's a problem. She would have lost her goddamn mind. Yeah. No. And I think I think it's all in how you explain things and intention. And clearly, as we're learning, like they there's life. There's things about her that she's left out when it comes to him. Yeah. Um, It seems to be he's learning about who his wife is on this trip. Yeah, um, which you probably should have figured out <laughs> when you married her, because and not in front of eight strangers. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're like, oh, you don't know that story? Uh, like, no, no. Oh yeah, we got fired that day. Like, excuse me, <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, however, when he met her, she was living in her car, so that should have been yeah. like the first indication that things were a little wild. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then finally, Nick has a girlfriend this whole time. Uh, I'm so. I've never been more confused. Three women, three women on this trip have had to block you from their DMs within a few days of this trip. How do you have a girlfriend? So confused. Like when he said that, I was like, "Is he making up lies?" Just yeah, because he wants the girls to be like, "Yeah, I don't need you. I'm better than this. Like, I got a girl." Yeah, that was weird. Ugh. Because he clearly said in the first episode, like, I'm feeling Jordan. Like, I'm into it. I'm I'm all about that. Like, no, and then the sure. car is like, I get like a brother-sister vibe from her. You haven't said two words to her. Yeah, but also when they asked that question, why didn't you say, no, she's cute, but I have a girlfriend. To the guys, at least. Yeah. Also, what about Shanice throwing her boobs out there to Amir? So crazy. She was like, come in. I'm not coming into a bathroom when you have the shower <laughs> running. And then she comes out when he doesn't come in, like, let yeah. me out, show you then. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't want to come in? That was, I was like, this girl is a little And it scandal. wasn't like hands over her boobs. It wasn't a towel. No. Like, it was tits out. And, she, and he wasn't the only one in the room. So it's like, <laughs> hello. When he looked and, at the camera, man, he was like, please nod the camera if you saw that. Yes. And the camera nodded. He's like, yes. Yes. Like that was, I was like, girl, that, maybe not on the first night. Like take it down a notch. He cracks me up. If he only, if only he wasn't 5'7". Oh, I, I'm okay with that. He is tiny. I don't care. You got to be this tall to ride this ride. Hey, he is handsome. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it a smaller man sometimes is just as sufficient did i ever tell i don't know i sh- I think i've told this story about the man who tried to perform oral sex on yes. me in boston who was like yes. tiny and it was the same height that it worked <laughs> yeah yes uh, <laughs> but i'm I just mean, saying let's go amir same height five seven i'm just That's saying so he's 
Um, Here's yeah. the thing: is like you can't go out and like walk the street. Like, let's walk to dinner. Here's me and my boyfriend Amir, and he's all the way. It's a whole different like climate zone. I hey, I don't know because I I mean I hey, he's. I, he is nice to look at when we're sitting down and laying down. So that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, a mess. Um, jumping into hot topics today. We totally got off on Martha's Vineyard. But if you're not watching Martha's Vineyard, it's Sunday nights on Bravo after um, Atlanta. Yes. And it's really great. <laughs> Very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, hot topics. Rest in peace. Oh. Turner. This was a rough What's one for me yesterday. Love got to do? Oh, no. No, no. Uh, no. 83. I, I really, I, I have such a, um affection for Tina Turner for so many reasons. Uh, Obviously because sorry, I'm an 80s kid. No, no, I'm an 80s <laughs> yeah. kid. So, you know, like, she, you know, as she was making her comeback, like those were the hits and I just loved her and I thought she just looked wild and I, I oh my God, I just loved wasn't her. Wasn't it like, so I mean, I wasn't, I was born in 84. So I don't, right, like right. my first like real memory of her, I want to say it was like early nineties and, or maybe like 94, 95. And she was on Oprah. Oh yeah. And she was, had to be like, what, 60 then? 20 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Roughly. Um, and she like her legs were fantastic and she was dancing and her voice and I was like, this lady is incredible. Like I had known Sit, uh, of Tina Turner and known like the whole story, but I had never really seen her perform or like be who she truly was. Sure. Well, and I think that the thing also that's important about her is that, you know, the movie, yes, tells the story, but it's not the most accurate story. Yeah. Um, it's made to be the movie Dram- and you know, for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, she was a single mother, just trying to like figure out how she was gonna make it and just singing and not making any money and just trying to take care of her son. And I came into her life and I mean she started over at, at 40 and like just completely gave up everything, was like, I just need to get out of this before he kills me. I want to take my kids. And all I don't want anything. I don't want a dollar. I don't want anything from him but my name because I want to rebuild myself. And she literally walked away with zero, nothing. Crazy. And rebuilt herself and played like little shows and, you know, just the venues here and there that would take her. And and then married a Swiss billionaire. Yep. Yep. And was with him, you know, for the next almost 30 years. And, um, you know, she had a stroke. Um I think it was like 2013 ish. Mm. And then she had, you know, she went through that. She had kidney failure. She had a kidney transplant. Like she's gone through so much. Her two sons have already preceded her in death. One son killed himself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. So she's, I mean, I just always, as I've gone through like rough things, I've always looked at it like, I don't think, I don't know anybody that's gone through some of the crazy things like me. It's like, I don't know where you pull your strength from. And then you look at someone like that. And I'm like, oh, actually, wait, like, this lady she had a lot and she made so much for herself and she was just strong and beautiful and mm-hmm. to be that age and look that fantastic like incredible the arms the legs everything the legs oh Get she's it, just oh, i'm so sad about it but all right 83 83 is you know she yeah. had a long life and i'm so thankful now she's an ancestor <laughs> Uh, Kim and Croy's divorce is getting ugly. So God. we reported last week that Kim wants Croy to submit to a drug test because his marijuana use is affecting the children, supposedly. <laughs> now, 
Crow How? wants her financial records to be subpoenaed because of her gambling issues. And he wants her to undergo a psych evaluation of why she has these gambling issues. Apparently, she's losing all kinds of money online gambling when they travel on vacation, like the Bahamas and stuff. She goes straight to the casinos like she loves to gamble. I need they, I need them both to take several seats. First of all, weed is effect, come on. Well, I she's know afraid that the kids, a lot of things. the kids could get hurt, like on his watch if he's high. What? Like, for I, instance, hey. if, yeah, if he's inside high and the kids outside in the pool, like he's not paying attention. They're all big kids. They're giant they're, humans. Like those are all big kids. They're not going to drown. I mean, I hope your kids know how to swim if, if they're of that age and they have a pool. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I've just known a lot of people that have participated in marijuana use and i've never known them to be a danger to anyone other than like a jack-in-the-box or i don't know a there's taco a, bell there's a piece of me who is just not buying this divorce at all no it's weird it's like, come if so she's always, fast it's, it's going so hard and if she's been such a gambler why we've we never seen her at any casinos she did lose like there was like there's something there was there was a story years ago about like in the Bahamas something that she lost like eighty five thousand dollars in one night or something crazy. Oh my god, who does that? She likes Gross. to gamble. Oof. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Ariana from Vanderpump Rules surprised us when she supposedly moved out of her house with Tom Sandoval, and I knew it was fake from the beginning. A, she was in full hair and makeup. Yeah. B, there was a U-Haul and people were helping her move. I'm like, uh, she's rich right now. Like, she's everywhere. Let's get this one some movers. Yeah, she's not moving her own boxes. And then the boxes were, like, labeled finances. I'm like, fine, what are you taking from this house? And it turns out it was a commercial shoot or whatever, like a ploy for her financial. She's the spokesperson for some financial thing. I don't even know. That mm. felt weird to me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like it. Yeah. We've been it following was... along so closely, and then you're going to do this like weird setup for some commercial. I don't know. No, it was very. I mean, I, it was very deceiving. Um, but I, also, I was like, "How much financial boxes do you have? Like, do you not <laughs> yeah, shred your stuff? They were all <laughs> all labeled finances. Yes, I was like, "How? What? What do you got going on in your finances? You need all those boxes." <laughs> and Although then I'm not finally... rich, so I don't know. Yeah. And then finally, Evelyn Lozada oh. is back to basketball wise. I can't tell you how exciting this is for me because she gives me life. Like she since she has left the show, she is so hilarious and so funny. And since she's left, it has not been the same. And I'm so excited. Well, and she found a man on that show, right? Yes, they're engaged. He, I know he's gonna be on it, I'm sure. Oh, I'm so excited. I love her. She's hilarious. Like, I would watch a show just her. I don't need all these extra people. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything else on Hot Topics? No, no. It was, I feel like it was pretty quiet on all the other things this week. Um, yeah. I did see something that I, I don't want to, I didn't want to send because I don't, I can't confirm. However, it was on Instagram and they were saying like the rumored Bachelor in Paradise cast. Oh, I and, didn't see it. And it was like Clayton and Rachel. Oh Lord! Which I was like, if you're gonna, if this is, we're gonna drudge this up again. Like I can't. Um, it had Clayton and Rachel. It had Rodney and Andrew coming back. Which I was like, it doesn't work, guys. Like, what what are we doing? Although you know, I love me some Andrew and Rodney, so I'll I mean, watch. I'll look at Andrew shirtless any day of the week. 
Yes. So it was a definitely an, an interesting lineup. But again, it was like it said the rumored cast. So nothing was confirmed. And I don't know. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't need to see Clayton or Rachel. No. I mean, Rachel already had the outfits ready from her season. So oh, she yes. Reuse those Hawaiian shirts well, shit that she wore. Well, I think that we might get something different if this is the case, because she um, I read an article where she said she had a breast reduction oh. because um, she was so upset about the outfits she had to wear on that season because of how large her breasts are. Maybe she could change her large breasts for a better personality. Well, maybe that also, I don't know, but <laughs> I feel like you made it pretty clear where you stand with Clayton and how foolish you would look if you went on there and tried again with him in Bachelor in Paradise. That's all. I mean, I don't think they're, you think they're going to try again or you think they're going to like be frenemies? I don't know. Isn't the whole point of coming there is like to see someone you've been thinking about? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I hope that's not the case, but. Also, I anytime I have to be subjected to Clayton for long amounts of time, um, I have a really hard time with that. He's he's terrible. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Jumping to the shows this week, we have Atlanta. We're going to talk about Jersey and Teresa's wedding. We're going to fly through that, folks. Only we're going to spend five point three seconds, <laughs> uh, and then we'll wrap up with the VPR part one of the reunion. Holy Lord, is all I can uh, say. Jeez. Um, starting with Atlanta, we pick up after BravoCon. Mama Joyce is front and center. What? Is, okay, I feel like Mama Joyce is just doing this now because it's her shtick. I mean, I think it is definitely her shtick, but I think that there's some truth to how she feels. And I think it stems from, and I could be wrong, but I think it stems from the conversation they had about the finances and that she feels that she shouldn't leave anything to Todd. She should leave it to her. Well, yeah. So it was like, who wants to be in charge of my estate if yes. it happens? Right. And she said Todd because or Don Juan because he would make sure everyone's taken care of. Right. And she wouldn't. And so I think that that's where it kind of comes from. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Uh, my favorite line was Marlo says, girl, the streets are talking and the streets are your mama. <laughs> yeah, that was I was like, oh, how embarrassing. Like, could you imagine that everybody like Everybody kind of knows how she feels, but, you know, uh, like through all these people, your mom's just sitting here saying this about your husband, which clearly he did not appreciate. I mean, I think that like this proves to me that Marlo should be a friend of with her one liners and we don't oh, yeah. any more of her life. No, no. She's just her commentary and her ridiculous. <laughs> now, everybody who knows me, anybody who knows me knows I only wear a hoop earring. Bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Always. I have <laughs> always worn them for years. I own studs and other things, and I have no interest. I just wear a hoop every single day. All sizes, shapes, styles. However, Marlo's hoop earrings, which were the side of a blood, like literally the size of a blood pressure cuff, <laughs> that you could put your whole arm through, I almost died. They also, aren't they not supposed to touch your shoulder? No, like these were resting on, like they, How did I don't. ears not get stretched out? I don't even know because they looked so heavy and ridiculous <laughs> and thick. I, I had to pause it and stare at it. <sighs> Marlo is just, oh, Marlo. Um, Candy is also fed up with Mama Joyce. She didn't think it was funny, as we know. Uh, Ralph and Drew go on a date day and Ralph says, yeah, we're going to be just like Ike and Tina. <laughs> That's probably not the best way to ever. And it... <laughs> Drew was like, Ralph. no, no. How about like Jay-Z and Beyonce? How about yeah, Ralph, 
is just so special. You know, for an author, he sure has a way with words. <laughs> he is just. Uh, Courtney shows up to Drew's house. This bitch feels fake as fuck. And I, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. She no. looks ecstatic to be on camera. She's bringing some man. Ma'am, you are not co-parenting. Your child is 24 years old. Yeah, like that was weird. He, so you're not dating him. You just had a child together, but you're friends. But you brought him because he knows Drew? She didn't know that. Right. I mean, I didn't know. That's why I was trying to figure out, like, why would you bring him if you're not romantically involved? They're co-parenting. Let me, let a 24-year-old adult. <laughs> when I was in high school, I thought this was, like, the most handsome man ever. Really? Oh my God. He was in this group called. So he was in a group called Groove Theory. um, And they had a hit. um, What was it called? Like, Tell Me If You Want Me To. I I don't know. I'm not a good singer. I'm not going to punish you all. Um, But. Like me. I'm going to sing the song from Little Mermaid. I'm so bad. Don't do it. No, no. I'm not going to sing. Groove Theory. Yeah. Groove Theory. Yes, yes, yes. And he. He was a part of the group, but he was so handsome. He modeled and he was so handsome. And I mean, that's the when the photo they showed was very handsome. Yes. And that's when we used to have CMC and you could watch all the music videos every day. And so I would come home from school and watch it. And every time that one came on, I'd be like, oh my God, he's so hot. Oh, it's a hip hop soul duo. Yes. And they he created just, romantic uh, down tempo jams like the 1995 single, Tell Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, was a jam. Only, that was their only single. Yeah, and it was a it was a jam. I will say that. But am I going to um, recognize it? Do you think? Yes, I okay. think when you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh, I've heard this." Um, <laughs> Is it on one of those CDs back in the day when it's like, "Get all the hits in one spot"? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, like that's so nineties. It would be on there. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, but then I was like, "That's him." Like, wait a minute, what happened? He did not look good. No, no, but, sir. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, why'd you bring him for? And why are you even here? I don't know. She's just too. Um, I'm not feeling it. Uh, why would Drew FaceTime Candy Candy? Why is that, that was, on my phone? <laughs> that was the best moment of my life because I'm watching her going, girl, no, wait, what are you no, doing? Like, no. no. And Courtney <laughs> should have been like, hey, probably not a good idea. We got into it. But instead, she's like, I'm going to go in the other room because she knew Candy didn't want to see her. <laughs> why and is so she on Drew, my phone? <laughs> yeah. Drew takes the phone in there and is like, I'm having family time. Look. <laughs> no, no, bitch. That ain't it. Uh, a mess. Uh, so we find out that Drew is going to perform with Candace. We get to the performance. Candace, the wig was bad. The outfit was bad. Oh, so everybody knows how I feel about this. Yeah, you don't like her. I don't want to see a Candace performance, but if I have to, I want it to be good. And when you she comes out, live back. A, no, I don't. <laughs> I but then when she comes out in a wig that's not right, white stockings, like white well, nylons, yeah. you're. Okay. Your leg's not that color. I don't want this to come off like it felt like she wanted to be lighter skin. I don't like think her makeup I, I, was whiter, her hair yes. was blonde, her legs were it, white. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Well, I think they didn't match skin match her properly for their lighting system. Got because it. you know when people when women bake under their eyes and do all that powder baking and then yeah. they take a selfie and you could see it. Yeah, totally. Like I think this was not done properly, but when you buy nylons, like Beyonce, you don't never know when she has that on her legs, but she always does. Well, remember there was like a Beyonce whitewashing scandal, like like yeah. a decade ago and that's totally what i was like what is she going for here with this like the leotard didn't fit it was it was bad no it was a mess it was all a mess 
She has I no understand. booty. I don't know why you're trying to drop a booty in front of me when there is no booty there. In in a place in Atlanta where it's full, of, that room is full of ass, and you're yeah. coming out here. <laughs> you're literally looking at Kenya and Candy in front of you. Right. <laughs> um, and you know, I get it. Like she was trying to do Drew solid. Apparently, they've been friends for years. Um, so you're trying to be friendly. Then you put these two useless husbands together, Ralph what? and Chris. I'm sorry, Drew was up there for 44 seconds. What first? First of all, I wouldn't have told anybody that. Yeah. I would have just been like, oh, yeah, I just went to visit with my friend Candace because that's what you did. You visited. You invited everybody in the neighborhood to this performance and did riffs. Uh, I can't call it a performance. I mean, there's probably some men out there who think 44 seconds is a performance. However, um, I, I'm sure there's lots of men that feel that way. However, it's not. No one is getting satisfied on 44 seconds of, mm, yeah, uh, singing a song, girl, bye. Yeah. It was just basically like them harmonizing and staring at each other. No, it was bad. Mm. Uh, Marlo says, Candy's going to give me the cold shoulder. Things take time with Candy, unless you're a man or a chicken wing. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know that they resolved their last argument over the KFC, KFC in the Jamaica so airport. Yeah, that's how they built that bridge last time. So Marlo knows. Uh, can I name the episode The Streets All Your Mama or A Man and a Chicken Wing? <laughs> I mean, I, I like them both. And I, I am always partial to A Man and a Chicken Wing. I just love when she was like, the streets are talking and the streets. And she whispered like it was just. I, you know what I think it is? I think that it's more impactful when you hear the whisper. Yeah. The streets are your mama. <laughs> uh, Drew and Sonya make up. Yes, that was nice. I was Although like, okay, I girls, girl last Okay. Time. It was nice, but who are we kidding? How long do you think that's going to last? Uh, well, Candy and Courtney are not making up. Absolutely. I wouldn't either. She's useless. Why are you here? Give Monietta a peach. Love her. What are we waiting for? Love her. Uh, yeah. So Monietta like stirred this pot with Candy and Courtney. Then Courtney's like, well, I grew up in the ghetto. I am hood. My family's hood. I love it. And, and so Candy's like, good. You are ghetto then. Like, stop talking about me. Like, yeah, I brought people to that event. Yeah, that was, I, I don't know what, I, I don't know why she's here. I really don't. And I don't know why you don't follow the rules of a new person and stop trying to pick fights with people you are not going to win. No. And like, really? Ugh, I can't. I, Courtney is not on my good list. No. Even Kenya was like, uh, I probably, you probably shouldn't say that. No, ma'am. Uh, and then Monietta and Marlo get into it because last year in Jamaica, Mar Monietta feels like Marlo was disrespectful by saying that Monietta was playing both sides or whatever, which she's clearly not. She's clearly on Candy's side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they get into it, but it seemed like they sort of did squash it. Yeah. Monietta, Monietta is unbothered. She has no time for yeah, Marlo's shenanigans. She not. <laughs> uh, the episode is finished. However, 30 minutes later, production cameras go back up. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Drew mentions the quote unquote incident at Blaze, but she doesn't say it out loud. Obviously, they've all been told like Candy probably like, hey, don't say it on camera. Right. Yeah, because she says, I mean, she literally just says, hey, Candy, like, how are you, by the way? Like, I've heard about everything that's going on with the incident. Like, are you good? Um, Which I felt like she was just asking. Yeah. Um. And they kind of gloss over it. Yeah, yeah. So cameras go down. 30 minutes later, the producer camera comes up because Marlo is upset because she feels like everyone's glossing over the shooting. Well, she the said it. Yeah. 
in that moment, she was like, what do you mean incident? What incident? You mean shooting? Like, she, yeah. you could see right off the top, she wanted to, like, get into it. Well, so she's like, I don't know. Why are we skirting around this? Why can't she, she has to talk about it? Da, da, da. My nephew is dead. That was, yeah. First of all. Wait, we have to clarify. Her nephew was not in this shooting. Her nephew, right. Uh, her nephew. Years he, before. Yeah. He First of all, he died two years ago. Right. Months before he died, he stopped working at Blaze or Old Lady Gang or one of them. Then he died, but Marlo feels like she was brushed off by Candy, and now it happened again at the restaurant, and Candy's brushing it off again. And and I don't think that that's the case. No. I think I think that she legally cannot, but also, like, she's not, you're not in a good place. She's not going to sit here and chat about it with you, uh, Marlo. Um, and now you're making it about you in a very, very weird way. Yelling at Drew of all people. Yeah. And like yelling crazy. It was like, what is going on? Well, like, that's this what has I nothing thought to that, do like, with anything. He had just died. Or I thought that like maybe he was in that shooting or there was a shooting there and he was shot there also. And like, I, I didn't get it. And then she's like, two years ago. And I'm like, you're screaming about an event that no one knows about. Yeah. It was so weird. That was odd. Uh, next week, it, they're, I mean, they're bringing it. I would yeah. reduce Marlo to a friend of, maybe. I still think that she's still involved. But, um, I mean, Drew's glam looks fantastic. Kenya in that green dress looks fantastic. Like, they're bringing it. They're, they're working for the paycheck. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. The ratings are not showing that. But <laughs> they're trying. They'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I mean, I think right now... They're not bringing the level of what we're seeing of like VPR and the Jersey mess. So like once this dies down a little bit, everybody's going to start paying attention to the madness that's happening in Atlanta. For sure. I need more Kenya in my life. I need more Kenya shade. Well, I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm did, sure you, did you didn't get enough of it when she was like mistreating her assistant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need it in three minutes. <laughs> like I, I it was so like Veruca Salt. Like, it, I want it now. It reminded me of Bridesmaids when he's like, You've got three seconds to get out of here. And she's like, You can't do anything in three seconds. You're setting me up for failure. Oh my goodness. Like it was just crazy. Um, also, what I wanted to touch on briefly that I thought was hilarious is the scene with Marlo and her nephews in the car. Oh God. <laughs> Does she have like zit cream on? Yes. I was like, I what can't. is all over her face? She's out in the public like this. Head to toe Versace, picking up items uh, at Cartier in the rain with zit cream on. Girl, bye. Yeah. And then trying to talk to them about like thousand dollar shoes that they want. Like, get your grades children. up. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? A's? If do, I don't care if you have A's, you're not getting thousand dollar shoes. Boys, especially, their feet grow like crazy. That is not going to last long. No. <laughs> like and they're so they're both turning into Marlo. Spoken like a true boy mom. No, but they no. are, and they're they are, they're both um they are both turning into Marlo. The way they talk, their whole vibe, <laughs> what they're asking for, what they want, like they're turning into Marlo. I can't. No <laughs> Martell this episode. Sorry, Demetria. <sighs> well, it's okay. I'm all right with that. It's weird it, how like like Sheree. Well, she chose not to go to the performance, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird how like Drew wasn't in the first episode. She wasn't in this yeah. episode. But she said she was sick under the weather. <laughs> yeah, under the weather. No, girl, you were under Martell. 
Oh, anything Ugh. else on Atlanta? Um, no, no, no. Uh, really quick, the Jersey trailer was released. I posted a couple oh. of clips. If you weren't Team Melissa before this reunion trailer, you have to be Team Melissa now. OMG. She I opens up wait. the reunion applying lip gloss, looks Teresa directly in the face and says, I know you hate me, but just try to control yourself. Oh. <laughs> Which I- my lifelong goal from now on is to use that in some capacity in my life. I'm going to put on chapstick and be like, I know you hate me, but just try to control yourself. Oh. I'm going to tell you, whoever edits these, like, they're doing a phenomenal job because just watching that trailer, I was like, I don't, I don't want this wedding special tonight. Move, let's do this because I want to see this. I need to get into it. I need to know what's going on and I need to watch it all. Well, and then Teresa's like, why can't we be like Beverly Hills? And was like, you're not like Beverly Hills. Not today. Like, not going to happen today. No. And why, why? For the life of me, and I hate this woman, and you know I hate this woman, but why for the life of me, every time you disagree with somebody or you don't get along with somebody, they call the FBI. <laughs> also, why? you think, it, like, she thinks that we believe that she called the FBI and said, hi, FBI, I need to know who tattled on me. Yeah, it doesn't work like Girl, that. I don't, this isn't how the FBI, they're not gonna be like, oh, hold on, let's look up the phone number from the anonymous phone. Girl, bye. Mm-mm. I can't with doesn't her. doesn't work. And then she stormed just, off. Good storm off. Oh, that here's the thing. Okay, so I was gonna say to you. So she says, I can't wait to never see your face again. And Melissa says, Why are you going somewhere? She goes, No, you're leaving. She goes, I am. Oh, yeah. Love it. I find it hilarious. Like, even in the wedding special, which we'll talk about, is the editors and the producers really don't have Teresa's back. No. I mean, even it seemed in the trailer of there was a few times Andy that was like, no, Teresa, no. There's no way. And here's the thing. They're not going to air that line of Teresa literally calling for Melissa to be fired. And now you're going to if you go and fire Melissa, the backlash is going to be ridiculous. Absolutely. But there's no reason to fire her. No. Shoot that blue dress on camera. I mean, it didn't photograph all that well. Oh, no. It It was straight off the runway. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's what I told you. This is like it was phenomenal. That was my the favorite sparkle one. Sparkle was stunning. Her yes. makeup was stunning. She looked great. She did. She looked fantastic. Um, the finale episode got more viewership than Teresa Wedding Special. Duh. Obviously, nobody wants to watch that garbage. Uh, but yeah, so even in the like the wedding, so first of all, she starts off with Greeks don't understand English and they messed up my fireworks. Like, ma'am. That's not actually true. But okay. <laughs> no. uh, Louis P's sitting down. So weird. I didn't. Why did I need to? I know mean, that? I'm obviously I didn't need to know it, but it doesn't shock me. <laughs> like, OK. Uh, I actually ran the numbers for you because, you know, I love some numbers. Uh, the name Joe was mentioned every four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, Louis shows off his random ass groomsmen. Oh, this is uh, so-and-so. Uh, this is my friend. Uh, this is... Have, you, you, have just... you ever seen the movie, The what is it called? The Wedding Ringer? No. So it has Kevin Hart. And basically it's about this man who's getting married. It's Kaylee Cuoco's marrying this guy. I oh. can't think of his name, but he's so funny. Um, but he's always plays like the bigger guy. Um, curly black hair, glasses. Super sweet, but funny. Um, and he doesn't have... Josh friends. Gad. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and he doesn't have any friends, and they're getting married, and she has all these bridesmaids. So he goes, 
and hires Kevin Hart, who's this wedding ringer, who like makes up all these friends and they have to go like, take pretend pictures. That's and, what like, happened. That's what it looked like to me. I mean, some, like, of them, some of them were hot. I'm not going to lie to you, but I, was like, I didn't know these My men. business partner, my business partner, yeah. uh, my friend, my business partner, my brother, Bill Aiden. Uh, it was just like, what? It was going to be in my life forever. I know it after the last three I, years. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Until <laughs> yeah. you go to prison. Uh, yeah. Well, so this is what I was saying. So production aired a footage from like three years ago of Gia hugging Joe Gorga saying, you're like a second father to me. Yeah, he's also her godfather. And he's also been there like. But they've dragged this man for the last two seasons. And there's exactly. clearly footage of you admitting that he's been there for you. You stupid little. I know. I I can't with any of those kids. I've never been dog, more. The dog meme or whatever. Was like ah, rah, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. And that's what it is. Like, I don't mind talking about her because she's a full adult now. So I'm, uh-huh. you want to get in show. some. You want to get on adult shit? Then we're gonna have adult conversations. Yep. And you Once you're are a fair game. <laughs> awful, like awful. Like I called him and told him, like we're all done with him. Okay, okay, girl. Bye. Like you're so what? bothered. But you have so- a wedding special that they're not in, and you mentioned them every four minutes. You losers. You have nothing yeah. else to talk about. Yeah, but they're all so bothered by. Where's it. Where's like, the pizza then- oven? Oh, it never happened. Yeah. You stole an idea and then you still couldn't get it off the ground. Yeah, it was. I mean, everybody knows that I hate, I really, really, really do not like Jennifer Aiden. However, in that moment, like she's giving her a gift and then she's apologizing and saying like, I want to take accountability because I feel like if I wouldn't have shared this with Danielle, this wouldn't have blown up and your brother would be here today. And I really just want to apologize, which as a friend, you should mention that. And the backlash, the kids, those fucking spoiled brat kids, like, why are they talking about it? Wait, you think Jennifer Aiden did that for, like, because out of the goodness of her heart? Well, I think that in that moment, seeing, like, knowing that your friend is in pain, I mean, I would hope that you have enough sense to know, like, you Well, then I would hope that you wouldn't wear an Aiden plastic surgery shirt during the scene to promote your husband's company while you're trying to apologize. Yeah, that was also weird. But it was, like... thirsty social climbing hoe i know when i finally read it i was like what because i i honestly like i put it on and did other things and it was kind of like background and then i finally was like okay just sit down and look at this but it's so annoying look up tacky in the dictionary and you'll see a giant picture of jennifer Aiden. yeah that those kids like i just can't like you're crying why are you crying you're getting makeup and hair done sit down and be quiet so Joe Gorga was the star of the show, obviously, even though he wasn't featured. The second, the the runner up for the star of the show was Teresa's hair. O-M-G. It wasn't even the right color. No, it was all... Her natural hair was darker than any of the cheap fake extensions that were put in. It looked like they took a beehive fully (laughs) intact, wrapped hair around it, and pinned it to her head. I mean, everyone was shocked. Dolores is like, oh. Jennifer Aiden was like, oh. like, And then one of the daughters, not Melania, one of them, I think it might have been Gabriella, was like, it looks like a rat's nest. Yeah. Like, I, she's like, I loved it. I love even Louis, even Louis, who I can't stand when she came out, he was like, oh, God, that hair. Like, she liked it, but oh, like that shit was too much. 1500 bobby pins. Like, who has time? to sit through that and even worse like taking that out is going to take no, you man. forever uh it was 93 degrees in august in uncovered G- i can't even imagine what the humidity was like Ugh, like 
I love Marge. She's like, <laughs> we're all sweating, wearing Spanx, but probably smell like swamp bath. <laughs> well, she goes, you know, Joe's not here. The brother's not here. I don't feel good. I'm going to leave early. Marge, yeah, why would you get ready and come and then to leave early? I would, if I was Jen Fessler, I'd been like, you're going to sit your ass down somewhere because we rode together and I'm eating this food. Neither of them are eating. They're all doped up on Ozempic. Marge was like, oh I, lost eight, I lost 14 pounds. Wait, eight, 14 pounds, 18 pounds? Yeah, what 14 said. pounds. What a waste. Did you see um, that mac and cheese stand <laughs> in itself was worth it? That was just an appetizer. I know. Dorinda was like, what is all this food? And they're like, oh, no, it's an Italian wedding. It's like, just wait. <laughs> Uh, Joe and Melissa post on Instagram. They didn't really post. They reshared some posts, if you will. And Louie, who Teresa says has never lost his cool. This is now the third time on camera we've seen him lose his cool. Yeah, he's insane. So you're telling me that the three random times in his entire life, we also have a video of him yelling with some men on naked men on a beach. So yeah, he's insane. He turns bright red. He's fucking insane. He's screaming and yelling and then says, Oh, he's lucky I don't, if I don't come over there. Like, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to go over there? You're going to do something? Mm-mm, no, sir. I don't think you are. That little Louis Jr. is kind of cute, though. He is. I his eyebrows say. are a little too manicured for a straight, but he's from Jersey. I guess that makes Him, sense. He, he, has, he doesn't hold the candles of Frankie Jr. Sorry. No, I agree. Oh, I love me some Frankie Jr. Um, there's burlesque dancers. There's a lady in the martini glass. There was like a sword swallower. Like, it was a, literally a circus. I. $500,000. You wasted $500,000 on your third <laughs> wedding. I can't. Ugh, and she literally, I mean, he's the same man as Joe Judas. He's yeah. no difference in these men. He just likes to shop and that's it. That's the difference. Weird. Joe didn't care. Uh, my favorite line of the day was from Danielle Cabral during the burlesque show. The woman was, you could, they had to blare out her vagine. Yes. You could like see her labia. Ugh. Who wants this at their wedding? What kind of what kind of show are you running here? <laughs> Danielle says, I didn't know she was gonna be naked. I need to go back and put more money in my <laughs> girl. I'm telling you. That was I mean, what do you at a wedding with everybody's spouse? Like, what, what do you do? Jen's weird kids were there. They love to be on camera. You know? That damn kid. Are you crying? <laughs> yeah, she's crying. She's fucking weird. She'll be their relationship counselor next year. She probably like spent the night at the hotel and she's like, I can't wait for the wedding tomorrow. I'm going to be here all day. Ugh, Mom, make sure you wear your lingerie because I'm a creep. She is weird. I'm telling you this. And why did they only bring that one kid? <laughs> I think there was one other one. Like you have all these kids, but yet you bring this one creepy like six cents kid with you everywhere. Well, and then Marge, when they're like, where's Marge Sr.? She's like, I didn't bring her because, you know, Melissa's mom wasn't invited. I'm like, what does that have to do with the Yeah, why are you leaving Marge Sr. out? She might have wanted some of that food. And you know she loves to find a man. Yeah. Get her a man. If I was Marge Sr., I said I would have brought myself. (laughs) Yeah, out of my way. Jen Fessler, you could ride with me. (laughs) Mess. Are you ready for the reunion next week? Yes, that's all. I I would rather have that. This uh, I would rather watch that. This was... Awesome. I mean, I have to admit, like, this was, it did go by fast. They jumped around a lot, which was nice. I didn't feel like I, like, got stuck. Thank God they didn't make it three parts. No, there's no need. I don't know what they would have made it three parts of. It was supposed to be, like, a standalone special, I think, was the plan. Gross. But I think they also realized that everything had already leaked on Instagram, so what was the point? Yeah, no. Crazy. Uh, you ready for some VPR? Oof. Ugh. 
Um, yes, so but- the first time ever in reunion history, we started off with some one-on-ones with Tom, one with Ariana, and one with Raquel, which we don't see now. We'll see later. Yeah. Thank God, because I wasn't ready to deal with looking at her face more than I had to. Uh, Andy said, have you spoken to Ariana? And she said, no, the last text I sent her was, shut the fuck up, you fucking rat. Yeah, well deserved. Rachel's text was like, hey, I hope you're okay. I didn't want any of this. This was my (laughs) girl back. What was your intention? Please tell us. Um, She did say she was never, she was not suspicious. And she said that there, he's just desperate for attention. Ugh. He's mm. gross. Um, Sandoval's one-on-one said that they did have sex after the Abbey night. But we find out that he told her they had sex after Guy's night because she was home mourning Charlotte and she had to let him in that night. Mm-hmm. And that was August 4th was Guy's Night. It was a Thursday. The Abbey Night wasn't until the next Tuesday, five days later. Right. Six days later, whatever. I'm a detective. I was mapping all these dates out last night while I was watching the show, by the way, in case you're wondering. Well, and I think that's why it doesn't, it, it's like not translating because when Schwartz is saying he found out in August, but then he turns around and says, well, I didn't know when I was in Mexico. It doesn't make sense. Well, then he's like, we took a break. But then we hooked up at the Life is Beautiful, whatever, which was September 12th or 14th or something. So you took two weeks off. That's bullshit because you were in the hot tub at, at before glamping. Yeah. And you and her and Schwartz were at the opening of that jewelry store the night of the something about her party, which was the 16th of September. Mm-hmm. Sir, get your goddamn lies together. Yeah, he's a mess. He just looks like a fucking mess. And they were full on together by BravoCon, which was the end of October, we know. Yes, with the infamous sweatshirt. Tom Tom. Okay, so we get... uh, Andy asks Schwartz, were you silent or were you silenced in terms of the Oprah Meghan Markle interview? And he says both. (laughs) Fair enough. They all sit down on their stools. Ariana immediately says, Sandoval looks like shit. And Lala says, I hate him. <laughs> Clearly. Um, now it all goes to hell because you can't get a word in edgewise. I don't even know. Like, this was a horrible idea. I don't. James is out of control. It's not even. Oh, my funny. God. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, he, I couldn't, I just couldn't help but laugh because it was like, this is outrageous like i've never seen a grown man behave this way in an argument and i i was dying dying well so andy tries to give sandoval the floor to like hey hey what happened sandoval immediately starts crying they all were like knock it off stop crying they all lost their shit ariana so he goes well it happened and she goes nothing happened you did this like you did it this just didn't happen to us. Like a car accident just happens. Absolutely agree. Like, you went out and did this. Uh, she says, you are full of shit. Fuck off. Also, right. I watched a little bit on uh, Peacock today, the uncensored version, which all the swear words, like it's a lot. So I don't know if you want a lot of bleeps or you want just endless swear words. It's up to you, which owner we want to watch. Peacock I has like four. Words. 
Peacock has 14 more minutes of footage also. Okay. In case you're wondering. Um, Lala makes a pretty interesting comparison. She says, he is Randall. He's extremely dangerous. He's just like a narcissist. He doesn't want to be around you. He was never home. And now that all this has happened, now he won't leave the house. I get it. Do you think he's dangerous? I mean, I think he's dangerous to a woman in a relationship. If this is the way he feels like you can, you know, behave. Yes. I mean, to be fair, he probably can't go out to the Abbey on Tuesdays at 1 a.m. anymore because he's probably getting heckled everywhere he goes. Sure. For now. <clears throat> but, you know, years from now, if he meets another woman, if he hasn't changed this behavior, who's to say he won't repeat it? I mean, my big difference here also, like Lala was living with Randall. Randall owned the house. Ariana and Tom own the house together. Sure. But I think in this situation, you know, like what you just created and caused, I would be like, I'm going to just leave for a bit to give you some space till we can get this figured out. Like how this is going to be. Let me just give you some room. He's making it like, oh, well, I did this and I, you know, it happened, but oh, well, like deal with me and deal with it. Well, they're also, well, you know, he pulled a second mortgage out on the house. Yes. To put into something. Yeah. So his monthly payment must be half the house plus that payment. It must be ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that he has the means to, but at this point, like, you should probably just buy her out and try to figure your shit out. Uh, they try to talk about the state of the relationship. Uh, everyone kind of confirms that they were fully, like, sleeping together, together, Ariana and Tom, as of January. Mm-hmm. Which is wild because they pan to Raquel in her trailer where she belongs because she's trash, uh, but a hundred yards away from Sheena, obviously. And I don't think Raquel realized that he was still dicking down no. Ariana. You could see her rolling her eyes and making faces and looking like, wait, what? Um, which I loved because I was like, yeah, let's see. Let's see how you feel about this. Clearly, you should have thought about it because he was still living with her. When you and realize listening... the, your boyfriend is sleeping with his girlfriend still. <laughs> and and she said in the Call Her Daddy interview, like, we were having, it wasn't just like a once in a while thing. Like, in January alone, we had a lot of sex. Yeah. So he made it like it was four times a year, but there was a lot going on. And like Valentine's Day, we went on a date. In January, we went on a a you know beautiful dinner date to celebrate our nine year anniversary. Like it wasn't just we just live in the same house. Yeah. Uh, James gets up. He's causing a massive scene. It's just too much. <laughs> Andy yells, "My cards! My cards!" <laughs> he's so. Andy, as he's become now that he's a dad, like the way he handles things is so funny because he was like, sit down, take a break, go wash your hands. Do sit not down for get up out of the seat. <laughs> I love it. You can say whatever you want, but do not get up. <laughs> now, what was your oh before we get to that though, I wanna I wanna know what your thoughts were when um Lala was speaking about this and then Lisa corrected her and she was like, I I I'm not asking for your opinion. Like I just, uh... Lisa's no longer relevant in this group. She's no one's boss. She's she's their friend. I mean, they're still her kids, but you're at an age. And I think this has probably happened with you. This has absolutely happened with me is like in your early 20s, you gravitate towards your parents, friends, or even like uh, for a perfect example is like the neighbor we grew up with. Like she's neighbor Jane, right? Like 
she was always there, but you move away and you start lives and like you kind of distance things, yeah. you grow apart, right? In that sense. And like, yeah, you see them on holidays and stuff and they're still like part of your life in that sense, but they're no longer like an integral part of who you are becoming as a person in your early 20s. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened here. These people are no longer relying on Lisa for life advice or career advice or jobs or like that kind of thing. So it's into like this weird dynamic of a 60-year-old lady arguing with a 31-year-old unhinged girl. Yeah, no, I just the look on Lisa's face when Lala said that, I was like, oh, she's just now realizing like she doesn't run shit anymore. Yeah, for sure. And, but I also think that like Lisa, like you got to stop defending Tom. Like I know you don't cheat on him, but like you have to see the big picture. Absolutely. And I think that's why I, that was the one time I agreed with Jameson. He was like, stop. Stop defending him. Stop making it okay what he's doing. Like, stop what you're doing, Lisa. Well, Lisa and Andy both laughed when James yelled, your band sucks dick. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. I also like how we keep talking about the Billy. (laughs) So Billy Lee is a trans woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're assuming that she's had surgery and that's why Tom sleeps with her. But she's, but Ariana said her and Billy had a conversation and Billy's Correct. But everyone's didn't. saying this as yes. if Billy is like yes. able to have penetrative sex with Tom Sandoval. Yes. Well, okay. she, I mean, she is either way, one way or the other, right? I guess. But then you're insinuating that Tom Sandoval is like interested in anal with trans women. I mean, we don't know what he's interested in because <laughs> he said like his ideal date is taking shrooms and jumping out of planes and shit. So I don't know. <laughs> shrooms and skinny dipping. I don't know. Um, I want my I want my text message every time my text message go off to just have Andy go my cards my cards. I loved it. The <laughs> look cards. on his face, he was really so defeated about it because they're probably all in order too, and he's probably like cycling through them as he's asking questions. Yeah, like you got to get an intern on that real quick. Straighten these cards out. Uh, Sandoval says I didn't want to add to her drama, her grandma, her dog, all of that. No, you should have been there for her when that happened. No, sir, you was at With a pool her. party. <laughs> Um, okay, so we asked Schwartz, when did this all start? We know now. Okay, so Schwartz says in July, he was unhappy. Guys night out, there was a kiss, but we now know. So Schwartz says that night was the first kiss because that's what Sandoval told him from guys night when Lala and Katie and then were on the girls trip. And yeah, they came back. However, watching back, so I watched the finale and I watched this in a row. I watched this and then I watched the finale again. And Mm -hmm. in the finale, Ariana says that's the night that she said when she confronted Raquel, Raquel said they kissed because she was home grieving Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was out. But she said when she questioned Tom, he said they had sex in her car that night. So what Sandoval told Schwartz, if Schwartz is lying or telling him what he told us, that wasn't true. Right. Am I all over the place? No. I mean, I get it. I think that just we're never going to get a straight timeline out of any of these people. Well, Schwartz said he didn't know in Mexico. He found out right after, which we all, I think, kind of agree that Raquel was using Schwartz to say, hey, Sandoval, if you're not going to break up with Ariana, I'm going to do this with Schwartz. Yeah. Do you hmm. feel that way? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think that I think that also a part of her was thinking if I do this, it's going to take the heat off of anybody ever noticing me being into Tom Sandoval. I don't think so. 
I think I, I'm going to be honest. I think she left Petaluma, California, <laughs> set her sights on LA and she walked in to meet James Kennedy and she had a plan. And I think there was somebody, it wasn't call her daddy. There was another podcast and there was like a pageant girl and they were like, don't underestimate these pageant women. Like they are very smart and they are very calculated and they've well, been around enough people where they know how to manipulate situation. Well, and Charlie was saying a little bit about that as well um, on the Vial uh, podcast. She said that's how she knows Raquel from pageants when they were teenagers. So she knew her before this Vanderpump. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So she was saying she knew her from way back. She knows her family. They were in pageants together. And she said what was really what got her watching it back was that Raquel made it like she was the pageant queen. She was like the head of all things. And now her life, she's lost. She doesn't know what to do. She said, but she never placed. She never was like the first runner up, second runner up. She she never placed to the level to where she's behaving like this was her whole entire life and she had so much success in it and now she's lost but she in fact did not well no and the whole miss petaluma thing or miss sonoma whatever you call it you were allowed to pick your own name all you had to do was get into the main pageant and then you could call yourself whatever you wanted right so saying i miss sonoma insinuates that she beat out other people in sonoma which isn't true right she qualified for the you California pageant and was able to name herself whatever she wanted. Yeah, no, crazy. Um, so then Sandoval jumps and he's like, No, 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 it was late August. That was the one night stand. I didn't tell you. And like Aaron is like, Oh, so the timelines, no one he didn't coach him. Like, we didn't come on, y'all. Let's get your life together. Yeah. Clearly you didn't figure this out what you were gonna say before you said it. Uh Sheena brings up a good point. She's like, I want to talk about glamping because you made the comment that she's into men who are taken and Schwartz said, yeah, I knew. <laughs> so he knew a glamping because he had to know because they hooked up. That's when Sandoval said she dipped out to my room. Yeah. But they also kissed at Coachella last April, which we're going to talk about because Sandoval supposedly lied about that. Raquel is telling people, according to Sheena, that Sandoval said we're in an open relationship as his way to like infiltrate Raquel, Rachel, whatever. Yeah. What Fury and what infuriated me about hearing that too was when he said he knew it's like, okay, so you knew this was going on and this is a full on affair at this point, And you sat here while Ariana spent her money too, to buy her these vintage sunglasses and help plan this trip and pay for this trip. Like how do you guys just sit there and do this? Well, he thought his defense, I don't know if this is true. His defense is that he thought it was a one night stand at that point. Ugh, it wasn't I mean, confirmed for him until October or whatever. I don't know if I believe that. As a relationship. Um, yeah. Schwartz and Katie are no longer friends. Clearly. Andy says everyone's a cheater. <laughs> uh, Joe, who clearly did not sign a waiver because they had to blur out her face. <laughs> Uh, Schwartz said, you're going to get a cease and desist. Katie calls her a creep. And Schwartz said, Joe was my happy place. Oh, God. And then we okay. bring a double date in Big Bear. So this is a big contention point because Sandoval and Schwartz were going on vacation to Big Bear. Sandoval sprung it on Schwartz that Joe and Raquel were coming. And this was like December, January. So I do think that's when Schwartz was like, dude, like, this is too much. You got to tell her. Yeah. Also, though, like, 
they made it out like it wasn't a double date. It wasn't this like, okay, so you're telling me you guys went to Big Bear and the two of you guys stayed in a room and the two of those girls stayed in a room and there was no interaction other than snowboarding, which according to James Kennedy, she doesn't even like to snowboard. I love how the whole left side just booed him as he was talking. Because all you're giving is lies and shenanigans and we all know it. So nobody wants to hear your shit. Uh, Schwartz and Sandy's didn't open till November 2nd. Yeah. And they each did take $50,000 back from Lisa because they needed the money. Yeah. So now you have a bar that is actually doing well and you don't get shit. Uh, oh. uh, there's graffiti in bathrooms all the time. Team Ariana, <laughs> Tom sucks. And Schwartz goes, it, it's not me though. It's him. It's He sucks. Yeah. It doesn't say me. Um, and then Ariana says her and Lisa will not be close. I yeah, don't know Lisa how I feel about surprised that. by that. I mean, I I just think that like you can look at Lisa and be like, that's a business relationship. But I well, also think that Lisa's not condemning him from a personal point of view. She's not. And and I think that that's where you have to be mindful in that situation where Ariana knows, okay, so I can't ever feel comfortable confiding anything in her because I don't know what she's going to tell him because she goes easy on him the minute he sheds a crocodile tear. Yeah. So she's saying you're wrong, but she's leaving it at that. Like, okay, we're going to move on, but you're wrong, but we're going to move on. Like, if I'm starting a new life and I don't want to hear about Tom and I don't want to see Tom and I don't want to be a part of anything that's due with him, then I don't know how this relationship exists if you don't respect that boundary. Yeah, I got you. Uh, they've sold $200,000 in merch in three weeks. Wild. Just wild. 200k her and katie crazy good for them um katie and sheena and lala talk about their issues because of all this as we know sheena was taking raquel's side all that fun stuff she was protecting rachel um and lala just said she moves like a snake like she's just and that's what i said i think this was very calculated i think the breakup on television with james was calculated i think this i think i think raquel knew full well what she was doing and I think Lala was had kept seeing it and kept seeing it, and kept seeing it, and no one was listening. Even Charlie said like Lala brought it to our, my attention and was like, "I don't know about her. Like, there's something about her I don't like." Like she said, it. Everybody just was so like glossed over. Like, no, she's innocent. She's sweet. She's like a deer. And Lala was the only one that saw what was really going on. I don't know if I can get through two more parts of this. I was so infuriated last night. Like, <laughs> it, it trickled into my home life. I was yelling. Like I almost want to wait for the uncensored version, but then I got to wait till Thursday, which just sounds like way too much work. <laughs> oh my God. In- I can't even imagine. Like this is just wild. Wild. I can't, I don't even know. Like bringing her out there. I feel like I might, my head might explode. <laughs> um, That is a wrap on episode 137. Sorry, I forgot for a minute there. My brain is not functioning as per usual at this time. I mean, we've um, been through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I'm gonna call it a man and a chicken wing because I like both those things. I like man I and do I like chicken wings. So. Two of my favorite things. I'll say that. Um, we are two weeks from OC. Yeah. I can't wait to see my Tammy Sue bring on a friend and immediately cut her off from the show. That's always a good idea. In true Tammy Sue fashion. Uh, we've got a lot coming up. New York looks fantastic. We got another sneak peek of them. Um, we've got Sonia and Luann go to Crappy Lake. Oh my god, it's like that an updated just... simple life type of situation. Which I mean, who couldn't pick two better people? We've got a Paris and Nicole in those two, right? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so much stuff coming up. It, this is wild. Beverly Hills just wrapped. They wrapped their final episode. Um, so we should have that probably coming back like October or so. Potomac. I mean, everyone's filming. Everyone's wrapping. It's crazy. Yeah, I cannot wait. So many, so much new stuff. Um, as always, let us know what you're watching. We are a little bit bogged down right now. Um, hopefully we'll have some free time. I'm going to binge Yellow Jackets at some point. I got to get through the second season. I'm finishing Survivor tonight. Wild finale. I can't believe this is actually happening. Um, I'm halfway through right now. I just paused it. So I'm going to get back into that. Um, but yeah, let us know what you're watching. Like us, rate us as always. We will be covering Orange County. We'll still be keeping up with Martha's Vineyard. Um, I'm going to binge on some Dancing Queens. I haven't really had time. And it was like on after Jersey. And I didn't have the mental capacity after that finale to watch uh, yeah. women dance. <laughs> but I'll get there. Um, but yeah, let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you're loving, what you're not loving. We're here for all of it. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for listening as always. And have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.